Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, everybody, to the Dr. Scott Warner Show. Dr. Scott Warner, medical intuitive, herbal and wellness expert. You can contact Dr. Warner here on this radio show for a question that you may have. If you're listening live here on Mondays, 347-884-8245 is the number to call on in here on the show. We are live on Mondays, 5 o'clock, 5.30 p.m. Eastern Time. 4.30 4.30 Central, 2.30 Pacific Time, 347-884-8245. Speak to Dr. Scott Warner here on this radio show. Um, and uh, all of Dr. Scott Warner's uh, contact information is listed right here on the show page. And here is Dr. Scott Warner. Uh, thank you, Mike. Um, yeah, I've been coming in at the last minute here. Today I just got back from a conference, a 5D event, which is a five-dimensional event, uh, with a bunch of really, really neat, special people. And I was able to give three lectures and, and uh, participate, and things went really well. And it's because we're teaching stuff that is helping improve people's lives and get us ready for uh, the ascension and helping uh, make America great again. Uh, We're doing all kinds of interesting stuff. It's quite interesting. Uh, Last uh, Monday night, uh, St. Germain again came to me and he said, Scott, we need to talk about bringing back the Republic. And so that's going to be the focus of my talk today because it's quite interesting. Uh, As my work as a medical doctor, I took really good care of people, tried to detox them, get them healthy, uh, which is, you know, a little different than the medical profession does now. Now, if if your organ's hurting, they remove it if they can and and uh, give you drugs to suppress the symptoms. And, and you know, it's not always in our best interest. But uh, that's the standard of care currently. And the pharmaceutical industry, the hospital industry runs the show. 
And if we allow them to control us, we fall into the the uh, abyss of of that system. And you know, it, it's quite interesting. A year ago, when I went to Berkeley, California, and did the 5D event, uh, everybody was really excited because you know everything. We're living in a time where everything is changing. Everything is moving forward. Uh, the planet, the people are becoming more enlightened. They're learning and wanting to learn and come out of the sleep that, that we humans have been in for quite a while. And it's a very good thing because uh, we're currently uh, pushing to uh, liberate the entire world because we've been enslaved, basically, and... Uh, Liberating us actually makes us healthier, stronger, more active creators. Uh, my lectures, the, the first one was on the 24-strand DNA. The second one was about activating and continuing to uh, use our abilities as creators because as you activate your uh, 24 strands of DNA, it actually makes us into more powerful creators. And there was a, a man at the conference who uh, talked a lot about ALAR energy and its potential to be tapped into and that our brains actually can take the right and left hemispheres. Our brains were actually uh, formatted and created to be able to take advantage of the scalar energy and create things. And he showed scientifically that uh, our brain shoots out the intent of creation and it comes out of the left and right brains and they communicate and they focus the energy on the scalar energy. And scalar energy has a potentiality. It's very static. It just is there and it's all over our entire universe. But when our brain acts upon it, it activates it and cre can create light, can create sound, can create mass, atomic mass. It can create all kinds of stuff. And, you know, this stuff has been shown uh, by science. They took a bunch of scientists and they focused on creating mass. And they found they actually did create mass, albeit a very small amount, but it still created mass that could be weighed, it could be uh, looked at, and, you know, depending on what they desired to create, uh, that particular thing would be created, such as if they wanted silver or gold, they'd focus, and it actually created the uh, the exact thing that they were trying to uh, create. And so we are the creators. We have that spark of the creator within us, just like Wayne Dyer said, and we can create whatever we desire. And when we get more DNA in our symptom, system, and I was talking to a lady there who says, you know, Scott, there are people getting more DNA. 
and she can see the DNA, and she's seen us go from two strands to eight strands to 12 strands to 24 strands even. She told me I had the 24 strands, which was way cool because that's what I've manifested. And so this is quite interesting that the DNA focuses energy from the creator. And the more DNA we have, the more energy we can focus. And so the more actively we can create stuff and the faster we create stuff. I think I mentioned this last week that, you know, 10 years ago I wrote down 10 things I wanted to manifest and it took me six years to manifest it. And uh, so after that I uh, set up 10 more things that I wanted to manifest. And that only took me two years to do. And mind you, I didn't totally have the 24-stranded DNA back then. But when I, uh, two years ago, when I started uh, manifesting another 10 items, every one of them uh, have been created already. And so we are able to manifest faster and faster and create whatever we uh, desire. So if we desire better health, we can focus on our health and create uh, good energy around us to heal us. And that's why it's so important to meditate because it helps us to uh, focus on what we truly desire. Meditation quiets the mind and actually has been shown to help people create things even better because you quiet your mind and focus on what you truly desire and it creates it. Uh, an example of this was when uh, the uh, Transcendental Meditation Movement, they wanted to prove that meditation would help make things more peaceful, and they sent 2,000 meditators to Washington, D.C. at the time, and th- this has been a few years back, and as they were meditating, the murder rate and aggressive, you know, aggravated assaults and all these different uh things, while they were meditating, they went way, way, way down. In fact, the murder rate went down to zero there in Washington, D.C. Uh, it was kind of a harsh place to live, you know, 20, 30 years ago. And anyway, when they quit meditating, it stayed down for a time. And, you know, the meditators went off and did other things. And then gradually the rate changed and went back up again. And, and, you know, the the different uh, aggravated crimes went up. But then they sent them back, you know, as another proof that it works. And they started meditating. And again, the crime rate went down, the murder rate went down. And so it's been shown that meditation is a very powerful way to create what you desire because what they were desiring was the people to be more peaceful and so you know that that's just one thing we can uh, desire and there's many many others so when we meditate and focus our energies on whatever it is we desire we will get ideas we will receive information And we will start creating that because it first starts out in the ethers. And the ether uh, energy 
quite interesting. Uh, this guy talking about the scalar energy was talking about how we first create things in the ethers, and the ethers are spiritual energies that are in our uh, uh, auric field, and we start creating stuff in the ethers, and then we add energy to it, and it starts manifesting. And and according to what he talked about this weekend, it, is, it affects the scalar energy that's all out there in our universe, ready to be used, but it's a potentiality. And when we activate it, we actually create atomic weight, we create light, we create sound, uh, we create whatever it is we're trying to create. And as we continue manifesting, we even have ideas and methods of creating whatever it is we're, we're desiring. So it even gives you ideas, like if you want to create abundance, prosperity, it'll allow you uh, methods and means in which to create that. And ideas will come. You know, architects, I met this really uh, great manifesting architect, and she could create things in her mind in the ethers and then bring those to the drawing board and start, you know, creating it on the paper and, you know, the, the designing it and, and math, the, using the mathematics and the design and all the geometry and uh, end up creating whatever it was they were looking to create. And I know another guy who's, who's a, an engineer who is creating all kinds of things. And uh, he's a man that I helped get healthy who had built a recycling center down in Los Angeles, and uh, literally it can carpmentalize carp, uh, uh, or put everything into bottles like heavy metals, toxins, chemicals, so that they don't go back into the environment. So he can actually take them out of the refuse, the waste, and recycle them or just pull them out of the environment and keep them bottled up and safe, uh, keeping them from being put back into the environment. Now, one of the things I learned was we being the creators, we can also uncreate things. And so, you know, when we uh, get chemicals in our body or heavy metals, we can focus on uncreating these things and get removing them from our body and our consciousness. And it's very effective and it works. And I'm here to tell you, you know, there's a lot of things we've created out there in the universe as humans that isn't necessarily good. But there's a lot of things that we've created that have been very good. And so we need to watch our thoughts and make sure what we are creating is what we really want. And so uh, what St. Germain wants me to talk about is, you know, in order to have the best environment to create, uh, the humans need to be free. And when St. Germain uh, came to Thomas Jefferson and uh, to Benjamin Franklin, 
he helped them to formulate a form of government that would give the human beings the most freedom to create, to be free, to be happy, and pursue that happiness. And it's quite interesting, that was our Constitution of the United States of America. And he also assisted with the Declaration of Independence, which was a document that freed us from the tyranny of being you know, taxed without representation and ran by a government that we uh, couldn't have the freedoms that we desired. And so the Republic of the United States, you know, a lot of people think we're a democracy, but we're actually a democratic republic. And we have uh, representatives representing us in Congress and in in, uh, the Senate. And those people are elected and hopefully make good decisions for us. You know, we don't vote on every single thing. Like the popular vote uh, is not, you know, the best for the country. And that's why they formulated uh, getting representatives and doing it the way they did, because sometimes the things that are popular aren't necessarily the best for the country. And so they formulated that it would be a democratic republic rather than just a democracy, because sometimes, you know, the majority of people want things that aren't necessarily the best for everybody. And uh, so it's quite interesting. But bringing back the the republic is what St. Germain wants us to focus on. And the reason why is currently we have what they call the deep state, which is... 5 million employees of the government who have been sworn to secrecy. They have these top secret clearances and they have signed contracts that they cannot reveal anything that they are doing. And this is uh, including to Congress because it's on a need-to-know basis. And nowadays they tell Congress, you, uh, you guys don't need to know what we're doing. And so we've got this huge amount of government employees that are working on projects, working on things that haven't been cleared by the Congress. They haven't been voted upon by the Congress. They haven't, you know, most of the people in the United States have no idea what they're even doing. And they call this the deep state, which is, uh, you know, basically a government within the government that, The people have zero say in what they're doing, and neither does Congress or the Senate. So, and even the president uh, hasn't been given the right to know. Now, uh, President Eisenhower warned us about this uh, in the late 1950s, and he basically said that we needed to be very aware of what the industrial military complex is doing because uh, they they developed these secrecy plans and swore the, the uh, employees to these uh, secret documents that they signed that they could not reveal anything that they were doing. And St. Germain is all about, you know, 
liberating the human beings, making us free, making us uh, the creators that we are supposed to be. And when people sign these kind of documents, their freedom to speak, their freedom to create is taken away from them. In fact, uh, you know, there's people out there making free energy devices. And these energy devices uh, can produce huge amounts of energy from the scalar energy or from other energies that are out there in the universe. And literally, we could get rid of poverty. We could get rid of all of the coal-fired electrical plants, the nuclear plants, all these things that produce uh, waste. And some of it's very dangerous. You know, people don't realize how radiation takes literally thousands of years to dissipate and go away. And we have nuclear accidents like Fukushima, Chernobyl, you know, these these Three Mile Island, all these things that created a bunch of uh, radioactive materials. And these are very damaging, not only to the humans, but the plants, the animals, and the entire Earth. And these free energy devices actually access energy that's all around us, just like our brain can use the scalar energy. These devices tap into the scalar energy and make electricity or whatever uh, we want to make out of it. And so St. Germain described these devices to me, and we wrote about it in The Next Step in Human Evolution. And these devices are very important because they can run other devices, such as replicators, you know, I was talking to a lady yesterday who sends $500 every week to uh, a little country in Africa just to support 200 orphans. And, you know, it's a lot of money. And uh, she's retired. She's older now. And she doesn't have a lot of income. But she feels so guilty if she doesn't send that, you know, because it's made her feel uh, that she has to, because if she doesn't, these kids starve and they have no way to get food or make food. And at least, you know, that she's kind of been trained to have to give this money to uh, keep these kids alive. And the thing is, you know, we need to teach people how to fish and how to take care of themselves, how to, how to feed themselves. And so sending money to them all the time is helping feed them today, but what about tomorrow and the next years? And so these free energy devices can actually be hooked up to machines that actually exist called replicators. And these replicators are machines that take energy and produce, make mass, just like our brains can use the scalar energy and create mass, these replicators can take energy and make uh, food, water, clothing. I mean, it's pretty impressive what these devices uh, can do. They're Star Trek technology, yes, but they are, it is available. And uh, the government has the patents on these darn things, And they keep them hidden from the general public as well as these free energy devices. Whenever anybody goes out there and makes one, they come in and they confiscate it. 
and take it away. And instead of doing that, and mind you, this is the dark, deep state that is doing this because they don't want this technology out there. They want to keep the the oil producing our energy, which is creating other problems and taking away the lubricant of planet Earth and and causing more CO2 to get uh, expressed into our atmosphere. And, you know, it's it's quite interesting how, you know, exactly what we think we want, we're not getting because of the deep state. And so we need to uh, manifest that the deep state becomes open. And these uh, top secret people come out and, and start speaking the truth and letting out the information, letting uh, our government be a free republic again and putting uh, the power back into the hands of the people and the representatives that we uh, elect to run our government instead of, you know, all the monies being funneled into the, the programs that we know nothing about. Now, when I was down in Colombia with Father Gabriel Mejia, he was actually the priest who took confession from Pablo Escobar. And Pablo Escobar was hired by our CIA, the Central Intelligence Agency, to bring in coca leaves from Bolivia and Ecuador and Peru and make uh, the cocaine alkaloid. And then they'd load it up and they'd ship it into the United States and Europe on these big transports. And it was brought in unknown in secret, you know, secrecy uh, into the United States. And believe it or not, the distribution was done by uh, organizations that would funnel the money into these secret programs. Now, is that truth? Is that liberty? Is that you know, pursuit of happiness, getting everybody hooked on these drugs and causing these kind of problems. Here in the United States, we use 90% of the opioids and the cocaine in the world, which is ridiculous. You know, our country is a bunch of uh, dependent uh, drug users, and it's not what we want. But the reason we're like that is the secrecy causes emotional issues and when humans can't talk about things and they're sworn to secrecy it builds up in them uh, when I was a, a regular practicing general practice OBG I used to be an OBGYN but when I did general practice I was in Cedar City Utah which is about a hundred miles out from uh, area 51 and I would have these employees of these secret places in our government uh, retired in Cedar City, and they would. The first thing they'd say is, "I researched you, and you're you're one of the best doctors we we can find, and and uh, so that's why I picked you, and I would like you to take care of me." But Doc, I've got to get something off my chest, and they'd start telling me about uh, the secret operations and things that they were involved in, and they. You know, humans just have to get out the stuff that is uh, confined in their in their mind and in their body and the emotional uh, damage it creates. And so one of the first things they do is they confess. 
you know, I felt like a Catholic priest hearing their confessions about the secret programs that went out out at Area 51 and the, the Groom Lake out there and, and different places. And they'd all tell me the similar stories, what was going on. And so I knew there was some truth to it because here you had all these various witnesses telling you the same thing. And so, you know, it, it, it makes us unhealthy. It makes us uh, have pain and problems and it causes our organs not to work right. And so, you know, the best thing we can do is is be truthful and discuss these things with each other because humans need to communicate. We need to communicate with each other and our uh, phones, our computers are making it so we don't have direct human contact. It's making us so we communicate with, with a machine first and and humans later, you know, it's like we'll, me and my wife will go out to eat, and we always uh, have this game where we look and watch people, and most of them are on their phones. They're not even communicating with each other. So, uh, so what St. Germain is wanting us to do is focus our energies. You know, he wants us to heal first. And so he says, Scott, teach him about the 24-strand DNA because that will strengthen their bodies, make them heal faster, and be able to manifest faster. And then once they get that, we need to start manifesting that our Republic of the United States comes back, that people will come out and be whistleblowers. They'll tell the truth. And these secret societies, these secret organizations will be dismantled and that we will have freedom again in in the United States of America. Now, why is that important? Well, number one, it was prophesied way back that the United States of America would be the light to the entire world and help free the entire world. And, you know, a lot of people, when they go into these organizations, that's their desire. They, They feel like, you know, our CIA, our NSA, and all these organizations are actually going to help us become free and help the world. But then they get in these organizations, get sworn to the secrecy, sworn to whatever, you know, clandestine operations they're doing. And a lot of times it only generates more for that organization. Instead of freeing the people, it actually enslaves the people. And so it's important that we desire to free the people and free their minds and get out of the secrecy and uh, get the republic back. And that's what St. Germain is all about, not only getting us healthy and strong and getting us ready for our ascension, it's to make our country uh, a free republic again so that we can go out into the world and free the entire world. Uh, because our freedom will come from us to our country and to the entire world. And that's why St. Germain wants this done. So quite a quite a story. And I'm sorry that uh, I took so much time describing that. But uh, it's so important that first we get ourselves healthy and our minds freed up and we get free from our burdens, free from any kind of drugs, free from 
uh, anything that confines our minds. And that's the, the other neat thing. You know, he sent me down to Columbia to find out what Father Gabriel was doing to free these street children. They literally were enslaved in the streets to drugs, to prostitution, to inhalants, to just scraping up a life. And he took them in, he taught them, he rehabilitated them, and converted them into free, good citizens. And everyone I met down there who'd been through the program was a marvelous human being full of life and love and happiness and joy and freedom. And because their minds were free from being dependent on anything and they didn't have secrets. They, you know, they just freely gave information of where they had been and where they were going. And that's how humans need to be. We need to be free and healthy and strong, and then we can help others to free themselves and become healthy and strong. And so that's my desire, is that all of us get healthy, get strong, become great manifestors, get prosperous, so that we have the money that frees us up, so we don't aren't enslaved to a job that uh, isn't paying as good, and and that we do what we love and uh, help others to, to also free themselves and get healthy and prosperous. And this will spread over the entire world. One of the interesting things Edgar Cayce did, he had a person ask him, how many people can live safely on planet Earth? And he went in and he looked at the Kashyyyk records and he came out of his uh, trance, and he said, 66 billion. Now, we're not even close to that. And yet, a third of our population on the planet wake up not knowing where they're getting their next meal. And the reason behind that is uh, there's huge corporations that are buying up the rights to the water, the rights to the land, the rights to this, the rights to that, and they instead of using that land and the water and the seeds to grow food and allow the people to grow food, they are restricting the use of these things. And so whoever controls the water and the seeds and the, the food controls the population. And this is actually a secret combination that they want to profit off of the suffering of the humans. And, you know, we had a, you know, when they formed the Constitution of the United States, we had the, the right to land, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And, and uh, you know, so you had the right to own property. And everybody was allowed to go out and get their 40 acres or 160 acres and work the land and make the food and and use it to to become prosperous and and have what they needed. But the opposite is happening out there in the world. Uh, those who have money are buying this buying it away from the farmers, and the farmers are being put into bankruptcy, and they're being uh, taken to court for uh, patent infringement. You know the 
the the seeds of deception are out there and and literally i met so many farmers who uh the, the pollen from a genetically modified plant field had blown over into their field making their plants genetically modified and they come in and sue them over using their patented product without their permission and without paying their hefty fees and they would sue them and take away their farms and this happened this has been happening over the last 30 years ever since they started doing the genetically modified foods and so it's it's become a huge problem where our family farms are disappearing and they're losing them due to these lawsuits and unfair practices and then they buy up the water they buy up uh, you know all of the the things that make you able to grow food and uh, i had a friend who uh, was growing non-gmo corn and the government came in and said where'd you get these seeds you know because somehow uh, they had obtained the patent on any non-GMO seeds. And here he was growing non-GMO corn for his family, and he had gotten the seeds from, you know, the reservation because you just can't buy uh, non-GMO seeds anymore in, in some areas. It's, they're just not available. And uh, they actually had him tear up his entire uh uh, acre of, of this non-GMO corn and uh, quite interesting these things are happening and they, they we have secret uh, government agencies that come in and, and harass the people just trying to take care of themselves and do the right thing and uh, they come in with warrants they come in backed with the police and uh, you know, we need to take back our republic. We need to take back our rights to to live. Uh, you know, a lot of the the diseases that we're getting are causing cancer. They're causing death and destruction to us humans. And uh, one of the reasons that I love the herbs, I love homeopathics, I love alternative medicine is that it actually will heal people and help them get well rather than removing their organs and and making them be on pharmaceuticals for the rest of their life. It it actually makes changes in their body that are beneficial. And so, as you can see, I'm on, a, on the rampage today, but St. Germain told me I need to enlighten people to this. And I know that all of you have heard about it. And, you know, they call them conspiracy theories. But let me tell you, I've lived through conspiracy theories, and they're not fun. And they're not for our benefit. They're not uh, for our freedom and our enjoyment. You know, man is that he might have joy. And how can we be joyful when, when we're enslaved? And so St. Germain is all about freeing up the human beings and getting us ready for our ascension is once you free your mind and you start focusing on what you truly desire, you'll find what we desire is to evolve, to become more than we are, to become better than we are. And that's what my goal is, is to help others and even myself to become better and, and uh, do good, be good, be better. 
and that's that's my motto now is that i i desire people to be healthier stronger quicker at manifesting and happy you know when i got my pancreatitis uh, the pancreas is the organ that is the sweetness of life because it controls your sugars and your sweets. And when mine went bad, it was it was tough because I wasn't happy. I was kind of bitter about it, and because uh, bitter is the opposite of sweet. And and uh, as I learned how to heal my pancreas, I had to choose to be happy. Because a lot of there was a lot of times I was not happy, and my wife even said, "Man, you were a bear cat when you had that pancreatitis. Your hormones were off, and your sugars were off, and you just weren't happy." And and uh, this one lady, I gave a a talk about choosing to be happy, and she knitted up a a sign that says, "I choose to be happy," and she sent it to me. Because she was so impressed that I, I, you know, I literally said to myself every day, I choose to be happy. And so that's hanging up in my office here in St. George. And, and uh, I do, I choose to be happy. And, and when you choose to be happy, happiness comes. And um, so it's a part of, of the healing of our bodies. It's a part of the healing of our pancreas. It's a part of healing diabetes. Now, that's the other interesting thing. You know, I went through this, another near-death experience this spring in April, and my pancreas totally shut down. I mean, I wasn't producing enzymes. I wasn't producing insulin. And so I had to take insulin. Well, because of the herbs I'm doing and the manifesting I'm doing, uh, when I came out of the hospital, I was on 75 units of insulin a day. And now, uh, today, I've taken a total of 18 units. And normal humans need between 28 to 30 units of insulin to survive every day. So what that means is I'm starting to produce insulin again because I'm doing quite well just using smaller and smaller amounts. In fact, the last month, I've gone down about 15 units, which is impressive. And uh, so I'm, I'm getting rid of type 1 diabetes, which, you know, medical doctors say you just can't do that. It's impossible. But let me tell you, when we set our minds to creating, and believe me, I'm putting my mind to creating the islet cells, the, the islets of Langerhans, the the cells in the pancreas, the beta cells that produce the insulin. I'm focusing my mind and taking that scalar energy and creating islet cells. I haven't been taking stem cell anything or doing anything like that, but I have been focusing my energy, my creative energy that every one of us have, and producing matter little by little, creating these insulin-producing cells again. And I recommend people that have diabetes to do that and not just go off their insulin, but watch and see what their sugars do and only take the amount of insulin that they need to keep them in alignment and uh, 
you know, I'm praying that within the next year or so, I'll be off the insulin and I'll be producing the insulin that I, my body needs every day. And that's my goal. And that's what I'm going to set my intent to and keep focusing on as well as all the other stuff that I focus on in a day. Do we have any callers that have any questions? Well, we got Chris holding the line here, or one caller here. Chris, you're on the air with the doctor. Go ahead, please. Hey, how you doing, Doc? Good, Chris. Can, how are you? Can you hear me? Yes, I'm pretty good. I yeah, I came on blog talk. I wanted to ask, do you see me losing weight and getting my teeth fixed? Ask that question again. So do you see me losing weight and getting my teeth fixed? Yes, and, you know, just what I've been talking about is how that's going to happen. Uh, I've had people who have focused on losing the weight, and they spend a little time every day just kind of meditating on the body, uh, the fat cells uh, shrinking, and releasing the key the ketones that's the only way we can get rid of fat is to to you know get into a ketosis and there's ways of doing that and one of the ways is to focus on it and focus on releasing the ketones from the fat cells and shrinking the fat cells and then as far as your teeth go uh fixing your teeth you can focus on that uh, the Unity Church was started by a man and a woman uh, in the Midwest. They they were living on a farm, and both of them had deep problems. The woman had tuberculosis, which, which back then was called consumption. And every day she started focusing. She'd put a chair in front of her, and she would see Jesus sitting in front of her and have him healing her her uh, consumption, her tuberculosis. And she did that for three months, and she got well. She got more well and more well every day until she finally got rid of the tuberculosis. And her husband watched her heal, and he was kind of an atheist. He didn't believe in any of this, and and but he watched his wife heal herself. And when she got healed, he asked her, you know, do you think I could do that, even though I don't believe in Jesus? And she said, well, do what I did and see. And anyway, he had crippled his hip. He'd been ran over by a wagon or something, and and he had to walk with a, a stick to assist him, and he would drag his leg because it didn't function. And he started doing the same thing his wife did, except – he just uh, asked uh, to be healed, but he didn't know who he was asking or anything. But he, he put the chair in front of him and he said, whoever you are, heal me and help me heal. And instead of you know three months and getting healed, it took him six months. But he, his uh, hip popped into place and he was able to walk again. And uh, those two started up the, the Unity Church. And it's kind of an interesting story because okay. at that same, that same time, I was in North Carolina, and I was doing an intuitive reading on, on a lady. 
and she had had a stroke, and she was a uh, only three years old when she got sickle cell anemia and had an attack from it, and it gave her a stroke and totally paralyzed the left side of her body. And she came walking in, and she said, you've come to heal me. And I was, like, looking at her like, boy, this is going to be interesting. <laughs> Cause mm. I didn't know if I could do it or not. And But her faith was so strong, her belief that she came to be healed. And so I did a technique that I do where I visualize everything within the body becoming perfect and bringing all the little light tubules. And I'm doing that for you right now, that we're bringing back all of the perfection within your body and within your mouth and your teeth, and that everything is reforming and becoming perfect. And according to your faith, you will be healed. And you also need to visualize this and uh, believe, and it will be accomplished. And uh, anyway, I opened my eyes, and this, this gal, and at the time she was like 27 years old, she was standing up straight, and she walked out perfect. Her legs were perfect. Her arms were working perfectly. And she had been paralyzed for 24 years on that left side. And I was amazed. I was absolutely like thanking God, thanking Jesus. And just just everybody was so amazed. It was It was wonderful. And the day that I heard the story about the formation of the Unity Church, we had gone to the church and uh, heard the lecture, and that was the lecture, them talking about how they had healed themselves. And in the back of the room was a lady whose feet were blackened with gangrene, and they were smelly. As I walked past her, you could smell the odor coming off her feet because they were dying, literally. Uh, her feet were, you know, parts of her toes were coming off, and it was just horrible. And as we walked out, she grabbed a hold of me, and she said, you came to heal me. And I said to her, I, you know, because the day before we were able to help that other lady heal I said to her, well, I'll do my best. And I had more faith than the day before because I'd seen this lady who was uh, paralyzed walk. And so I visualized this lady's toes being perfect, her feet being perfect, and and uh, it was quite interesting. Everybody standing around us, even the, the uh, pastor, uh, was just, you know, ooing and eyeing, and they were going, whoa, this is really neat. And uh, her feet became perfect. And I was, I was amazed because, you know, it's one thing to see somebody walk perfectly, but, uh, you know, to see feet that looked dead and then have them look alive, wow. It How was, long did that take? Uh, probably five minutes. Oh. So it's it's according to our faith and our belief and creating anything or healing anything uh, has to do with that. You know, one of the reasons I use the herbs is they help people have the faith that they're going to be healed because they take that herb every day with the belief it's going to help them to heal. 
and uh, it does help them, but the belief that it's going to help them is actually stronger than the herb itself. And they found that herbs are much more powerful than placebo even because the herbs are God's energy to heal us. And, but our most powerful organ that can heal us is right between our eyes and, and behind our forehead. And uh, it's been proven that our brains, when we focus them, they can create matter, they can create healing, they can create whatever we desire. And so focus on your teeth, focus on your fat cells releasing the fat, and you will have success, my friend. Okay, well, thanks a lot. You're very welcome. God bless you. All right. Do we have any other questions or people? Oh, that's about all the time we have. About two, three minutes of wrap-up time left there, Doctor. Okay. I will wrap it up. So, so you know, I want us all to turn off the TV, turn off our phones, and start really focusing on what we truly desire, what we truly, you know, being entertained is one thing, but sometimes the entertainment puts us in a in a deep sleep, and it makes us so that we're unable to focus on what we truly desire in our lives and create what we truly desire. Uh, and so... Uh, my goal is to become the creator that I'm supposed to become and to assist others to become the creators that they are. We are all made in the image of God, and God is a crea- the creator, the creator of everything. And literally, we have that energy within us, and we can make it stronger by doing the 24-strand DNA manifestation. We can become quicker creators, we can accelerate abilities, we can uh, become more prosperous, more happy, because when you serve yourself and create stuff, then you can start serving others and helping them create stuff. And instead of just sending them money, we can help them start creating what they need every day. And, you know, it's, it's like the old saying goes, you, you feed somebody a fish, you feed them for a day. But if you teach them how to fish, you feed them for a lifetime. And that's my desire, is to teach everybody how to be abundant and happy and joyful and have the freedoms that we truly desire. And we will eventually free the entire world and help us all go through the ascension together and assist the world to even be a better place to live instead of being in in uncivility like you know there's a lot of stuff going on that everybody's just angry and mad they want this they want that but they're uh, we're going about it the wrong way the way we create things is to be civil and kind and loving and create good things through our thoughts and our minds and help our bodies to get healthier and stronger, help our minds to get healthier and cleaner and stronger. And that way we will help everybody to become uh, the, perfect, the perfect 
beings we were designed by divinity to be. And that's the goal of St. Germain. That's my goal. And, and I bless all of us that we will all desire to help humanity prepare for the ascension by helping each other uh, become better people, become happier people. And this will change the planet better than anything. And St. Germain is here to assist us. The Ascended Masters are here to assist us. The angels and all the archangels, all of the Elohim and the elementals, they all desire that we be happy and take good care of the planet and, and good care of each other. So thank you for listening today. God bless each and every one of us. And until next week, we bless you with abundance and health. All righty. Thank you, Dr. Scott Warner. And again, Dr. Scott Warner is here every Monday here at this time, and you can contact him at all the contact information listed here on the show page. And this is going to wrap up this hour with Dr. Scott Warner. Thanks for listening, everybody.